This is the morning brief from the Economic Times. This is not a song from the latest Bollywood movie but it is the slogan of the Congress party's campaign in the ongoing elections in Uttar Pradesh. For someone who looks forward to having more women in powerful roles, I'm happy to see a national political party field 40% women candidates in their state election. This at a time when other parties are scrambling to woo voters in UP on grounds ranging from development to identity politics to anti-incumbency and of course polarization. Yeh nirnay unnav ki us ladki ke liye hai jisko jalaya gaya mara gaya uski bhabhi ke liye hai jo aaj bhi sangharsh kar rahi hai uska और उसकी नौ साल की भाभी की बेटी के लिए है जिसको स्कूल में धमकाया गया था यह निर्णय हाथरस की उस मां के लिए है जिसने मुझे गले लगाकर कहा कि उसको न्याय चाहिए उसको न्याय नहीं मिल रहा है दैट वॉज कांग्रेस जनरल सेक्रेटरी प्रियंका गांधी एक्सप्लेनिंग द पार्टीज डिसीजन ऑफ फील्डिंग फोर्टी परसेंट वुमेन कैंडिडेट इन द यूपी स्टेट इलेक्शन When the BJP ruled state has seen numerous instances of injustice and crime against women the Congress party hopes to break through the clutter with its women focused campaign Incidentally Congress has not rolled out this policy of fielding more women candidates in all the other states where it is contesting elections right now Those states are Goa Punjab Uttarakhand and Manipur So what prompted Congress to sketch out a women centric campaign in UP? Is it likely to bear fruits for the grand old party? What does this move mean for the other parties in the state? And of course, will the voters oblige? I'm your host Kiran Somvanshi from the Economic Times. It is Friday, February 18th. You are listening to Ladki Hoon in UP elections on the Morning Brief. India has had a 70 plus year history of um elections and democracy and a representative democracy at that and uh, i think it's quite common knowledge that um the best we've been able to do for ourselves is about 14% women in parliament and uh, the average across the states hovers under 10% for the most part so um and if you look at the reason why that is so um the outcomes cannot exceed the inputs and you will see that the average percentage of female candidates that parties field for the elections comes to only about 8 to 9% that was tara krishna swami co-founder of political shakti a non-partisan organization working for increasing women mlas and mps in the country the congress's move of fielding more women candidates is a welcoming one especially in a state where there are 38 women legislator in an assembly of 403 of the 166 candidates that the congress has fielded so far in the up elections 66 are women candidates when any party especially a mainstream party fields 40% women candidates the tmc has done it 
in multiple elections. The BJD has done 33% women candidates uh, in the last parliamentary election. The JDU did about 19, 20% female candidates. And now the Congress is doing 40% women candidates. So you've got to see this as a progression. You've got to see this as a, an opening up of democracy to welcome more players. And each one of these steps is important to lead to the final outcomes of a genuinely participative, representative democracy. So the salience of this, I think, goes beyond the Congress party. So the Congress's move is not a pioneering one, but part of a natural progression that we have seen in Indian politics. I asked my colleague Vasudha, what prompted the Congress to take such a stand? I think Kiran, political parties now understand that women have started voting independently and they also have the electoral strength to make a difference. So each one of them is basically looking at ways to get the women first um, you know, and in the last few elections, as you see in Bengal and in Bihar, the incumbents, both TMC and Nitish Kumar's JDU with BJP, came to power because the women actually played an important role. So I think what the Congress party is trying to do now in UP is fix a lot of things that went wrong with the party's organization in the last 30 years. We all know that this Congress party has been in a state of decline. And uh, you know, out of seven MLAs, it just has two MLAs left for the party right now. So I think it needs some sort of a moral push, um, some sort of a moral momentum to it. It wants to make a splash. At the same time, have an issue that it can latch on to something that uh, helps it get track of the bigger narrative. And when you see the other parties, say um, the Samajwadi Party or, or RLD, they already have a very strong backing in terms of caste and community groups. The Jats are backing RLD and Yadavs and Muslims are have been with uh, Sapa for a long time. RLD has also become the champion of you know the farm issues. Um, so they've been talking about Jinnah Nahi, Only Ganna. So, uh, whereas Akhilesh Yadav has become the face of anti-incumbency. So what does the Congress do right now, you know, to also get some sort of social base which it has lost in the last few years, at the same time also have something more larger and more meaningful to show to people. So I think this is a um, you know, longer strategy of the Congress party, especially Priyanka Gandhi, uh, to talk more about women. And indeed Priyanka Gandhi has been in it for some time now. Right from reaching out to victims of gang rape and sexual assault, be it in Hathras, Unao or Sonbhadra, to being vocal about the injustice meted out to them. And uh, as Tara tells me, the party did mobilize a lot of women on the ground to create the background for its campaign. 40% female candidates sort of revolutionize election campaigns for the Congress itself. Um, they have run these uh, Shakti Samwads, which are town halls, which are entirely attended by women. Thousands of women, including Asha workers, Anganwadi workers, are the attendees. Not a few women in a corner, uh, not male-dominated with token women, not men on the dais. Women on the dais, women holding the conversation, women communicating the message to an audience of women who are then asking questions. And I'm talking about an election campaign here. And then they had marathons in five or six cities. The only participants were girls and women. It was organized by women. There's a whole women's manifesto as well. The Congress has come up with to accompany this whole exercise. So these are brand new things, absolutely novel in Indian election campaigns, um, which have never hitherto been done, even by the 
um, AITMC, Mamta Banerjee's, which has a history of fielding more women candidates or by any of the usual suspects. It is a sentiment that has also been echoed by the party's women candidates. My colleague from Lucknow, Vatsala Gaur, caught up with some of the Congress women candidates on their campaign trail. Let's hear Sadaf Jafar, a Congress candidate from Lucknow. There are so many women in the Bharatiya Janata Party. But you will not find them opening their mouths when Hathras girl gets burnt in the dark of the night. When uh, Kuldeep Sengar uh, decides to rape a girl and half of her family has perished fighting for justice. And women remained quiet. But with Congress party, we have that leverage. Within our own governments, we have raised questions, whether it was in Rajasthan, whether it was in Chhattisgarh, if something goes wrong, we have the right to raise our voices and the party listens to us. We do not get penalized. We do not get notices and show cause notices. When we raise voices and most of the times our issues are resolved within the party forum. So being a party which stands by you and by your struggles and by your voice, is a rarity these days. You will not find these regional parties. You will find Ms. Moitra being snubbed at in front of so many people by Mamta Banerjee. Despite the fact, I believe she has the uh, sanest voice in TMC. But that does not happen with us. My leader is a phone call away. She listens. She stands by her student, uh, women leaders. I know that in the middle of the night, I remember in the middle of the night when my hoarding came up, I messaged her and I said, Didi, my hoardings are all over the city and I feel worried for my children. And she said, Sadaf, if you want to be rehabilitated, I'm there for you. If you need any kind of help, I'm there for you. I said, no, Didi, I'll stay here and I'll fight it. And she said, okay, so be it. In that case, we will stand by you. As an activist, Sadaf faced arrest and abuse during the anti-CAA protest. Another Congress candidate, Mamta Chaudhary, hailing from a political family in Mohanlal Ganj, had this to say. Now you go in between the public. Public straight away says, we want employment. Okay, mehngai kam honi chahiye. Females say that we want security. They are not worried about who is going to win of which caste? Like if you talk about Mohanlal Ganj, people are not talking about anything about the caste. They never asked me that which caste I am. But they complained about what problems they had and they said, if you are there, we trust you that you will work for us. So now they want, now they want work. UP ki janta ko kaam chahiye ab. Theek hai? That Jatwad and that Dharamwad and all of those fundas of BJP and Sapa and Baspa are gone away. So it's now Priyanka ji, it's ladki hu, lad sakti hu, and it's straight away what we say. They all are talking about Garmi and Charbi and we people are talking about uh, Yuva Bharti. This is our slogan. We are not interested uski garmi nikal do, uski charbi nikal do. We are just interested ki hamare yuvaon ki bharti nikal do. So this is what we are going to do. These words sure are meant to strike the right chords. However, as Vasudha tells me, it has not been an easy ride for the Congress party to rope in these women candidates. Congress faced quite a few jolts as some of its key women campaigners betrayed them. 
Now, this comes as a big embarrassment for the Congress party right ahead of Uttar Pradesh polls. Priyanka Maurya, the poster girl of Congress, Ladki Hu Lad Sakti Hu campaign, is all set to join the BJP. Maurya has now alleged that the distribution of tickets was rigged in the Congress and that the party used her face and her social media following for the campaign. Critics are quick to jump and point out the flaws in the Congress's women-centric campaign. They are debunking it as a lip service. Here's what sitting MLA Aditi Singh from Rai Bareilly had to say. Ahead of the elections, she quit Congress to join the BJP. Firstly, as far as Ladki Hu, Lad Sakti Hu and, and all of these uh, you know, different slogans go, I think most people do understand it uh, more than we realize, is that uh, it is all just uh, you know, sloganeering. It, it, it's, it's just a political campaign. It's nothing more than that. It's nothing at the ground. Uh, it does not translate into anything. It's uh, completely bogus in terms of you're talking about women, you're talking about, you know, empowering them and uh, having them hold political offices and uh, promoting them to hold uh, political offices. But if you were really indeed so sincere towards that cause, why are you not implementing this policy uh, in, in other election-going states where you actually are in a much, much stronger position than you are in Uttar Pradesh. Not even near 20% of the tickets have been given to women in these other election-going states where they actually have something to lose, right? So it's sort of like they're ticking a box here, uh, just because they know that it's not going to result to anything. In a House of 403 last assembly uh, in 2017, they were at seven seats. So they certainly know where they stand. They certainly know that they have nothing to gain in Uttar Pradesh. Um, and that's why they're going around uh, distributing this lollipop. So, will the voters be impressed with the high ground that Congress has taken? Or will they look through the campaign? We asked a few voters in cities across UP about what they thought of the Ladki Hu campaign. Are they really likely to vote for a woman candidate? We are working लोगों इलेक्शन आने के टाइम पर सब लोग बड़े-बड़े वादे करते हैं और इलेक्शन के बाद कोई पब्लिक का साथ नहीं देता एंड रही कांग्रेस की बात तो इतने सालों से जब कांग्रेस सरकार में थी तब तो उसने कुछ किया नहीं बस पब्लिक को गुमराह करती रही और वही काम वो एक बार फिर से कर रही है कांग्रेस का जो ये महिलाओं को ज्यादा सीट देने का डिसीजन है मुझे चुनावी एजेंडे से ज्यादा और कुछ नहीं लगता खुद को यूपी की बेटी बताने वाली प्रियंका गांधी जब पंजाब में यूपी वालों के अपमान पे ताली बजाती हैं तो शायद उन्हें ये चुनावी एजेंडा याद भी नहीं रहता सबसे पहले तो प्रियंका जी को धन्यवाद देना चाहिए जी क्योंकि उन्होंने महिलाओं के दृष्टिकोण से जो कदम उठाया है बहुत सही किया है द फेट ऑफ कांग्रेस एंड इट्स कैंपेनिंग इज बीइंग डिसाइडेड ऑन द कास्टिंग बैलेट्स इवन एज वी स्पीक बट एज तारा पॉइंट्स आउट इट हैज क्लियरली प्रॉम्प्टेड अदर पॉलिटिकल पार्टीज टू टेक नोट
after Congress announced it and held some of these uh, campaigns, the marathons and the Shakti Samwads, Modi held an all-women rally where he spoke to women and he uh, promised various sops for women. Akhilesh Yadav did the same. So anytime any party during an election does something novel for a class of people, other parties are automatically pressured into matching that or countering that. Otherwise, you're basically signaling the voters that you don't care about that class of people. And here you're talking about 50% of the population. So the peer pressure already worked in terms of women as voters. But in terms of candidates, um, I don't know. It's hard to say that the BJP will be pressured by the Congress. Certainly not um, in Uttar Pradesh, uh, because the Congress, as things stand, uh, doesn't have a large electoral presence in Uttar Pradesh. For sure, the newfound love of the political parties for women is also due to the increase in the number of women voters. The voter gender ratio in the state has moved up from 839 female voters per 1000 males in 2017 to 868 female voters this time in 2022. The improving voter gender ratio is also reflected among first-time voters in the 18 to 19 age group. Uttar Pradesh has added 9,20,000 first-time women voters, a category of voters that every political party wants to woo. Bringing women to the centre stage in politics has been one of the biggest positive fallouts of the Congress's campaign. Vasudha talks about what good is she seeing in this, coming from the Congress's campaign. You have to give it to Priyanka Gandhi for consistently talking about it. And yesterday I was looking at one of her meetings and it was a meeting of Congress Karikartas. It had around 30, 35 people and there were at least two, three women sitting with like their little babies, infants in their arms. So, you know, it it it, it has actually brought a lot of women uh, to court politics. It's it's increased their visibility. Just because you've had a baby doesn't mean that it should be, you, you can't be active in politics. So I think she's sending out a good message. So this is also um, given um, a chance to, to other parties to talk about women more and talk about women in like different, uh, uh, you know, ways, not just talk about Russian or like RLB is talking about job quotas for women and BJP is talking about creating this whole network of banking sakhis to increase financial literacy in women. So I think it's forcing parties to come up with innovative ways to help women. I think that is one good thing that has happened. So does this mean any progress on the Women Reservation Bill? The Women Reservation Bill, mooted in 2010, provided for reserving one-third of all seats for women in Lok Sabha and state legislatures. Vasudha does sound hopeful. This is the first time a national party is talking about and actually delivering on 40% um, uh, you know, women ticket tickets. It also gives us all um, a chance to talk about this women reservation bill which has been lying pending for almost over 20 years every time uh, the national parties have talked about uh, women reservation bill it was part of their manifesto in 2019 but after that there has just been silence over this and every time an mp asks the question you just get vague answers and this is what happened even when uh, dmk's kanimoy asked the ans- asked the question to the parliament this time and there was a very vague answer um, so I think this basically will, uh, you know, will basically set the stage uh, for how we want our women to be. And we've seen that the country has been promoting local body female lawmakers at a state level. We have reports which basically say that women as sarpanchas have actually led to better policy making in terms of health and hygiene. So 
I think this will also prompt political parties to reach a consensus and ensure the passage of the women's reservation bill. Amen to that. Coming back to Congress, the most important question for the party will be whether its high decibel campaign is going to improve its performance in this election. Vasudha offers a plausible explanation. I think the Congress has to fix a lot of things about its organization. Congress has been in a state of steady decline and in the and in UP the party has just remained, you know, a party of big shots. You know, it has all these feudal lords which run who run their fiefdoms and cliques and the party performs differently during Vidhan Sabha, very differently during Lok Sabha. It, it the party has also lost the bastions of the Gandhis which, you know, which have roots going back to Motilal uh, Nehru. So that way, I think it has been, UP has been very disastrous for the Congress. Uh, and a lot of efforts by both Gandhis have not been able to rescue the party here. So this is going to take more than um, a woman's pitch for the Congress. And I think um, that is what uh, Priyanka Gandhi probably needs to do right now. The Ladki Hu campaign may not change the fortunes of the Congress in the UP state elections, but it has been a good foot-in-the-door strategy for the National Party. Congress is raising its voice on a sensitive issue and one which is likely to get the attention of the voters. However, more than the Congress, the Ladki Hu campaign is going to provide a boost to the cause of having more women representatives in our parliamentary democracy. It is a move that is likely to be emulated by other state parties and national parties in the forthcoming elections. Tara is hopeful about this. It is one dot along the trajectory. When TMZ did this, nobody could have predicted that Mamta will do it. And after Mamta did it, the fire caught in Uttar Pradesh in BJD. Nobody could have predicted it. Why Odisha? Why, why did Naveen Patnaik do it? And then Nitish Kumar. And then Priyanka Gandhi. Nobody can predict where this fire will spread next. Um, it could be any one of the regional parties or it could be the BJP themselves. You exert enough pressure, who knows, they might even table the bill. So we'll have to see. I think it's very, very difficult to predict, but it surely exerts pressure. So I think there is a, it's like a, a virus, a very, very slow virus. It's spreading, but it's the good kind of virus that you want to spread fast and be become ubiquitous and become the norm. So here we are. While we have a much needed political campaign focusing on women, it is footed by a party that is not so popular in the state and is unlikely to get its women candidates the place that they deserve. However, the good part is that the campaign does draw attention towards women representation in politics and it's an issue that needs all the attention that it can get. So that's all for today. You were listening to Ladki Hu in UP elections on the morning brief. This episode was produced by my colleague Surbi Modi and Swati Joshi from Avas. Sound editor Varun Kapahi from Avas. Executive producer Arijit Barman. Do write in with your feedback at the morning brief at timesgroup.com. The morning brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Thank you and have a good day. All clips used in this episode belong to the respective owners. Credits mentioned in the description. <laughs>